Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. All right. Hour number three. Mm -hmm. Just going over a little read here. John Dickinson, Alan Stiles. Warriors live at six. As uh, we'll get you closer to the Warriors and the Jazz tonight. Quick game. Back to back. Keep them coming. Warriors looking for their third straight. No Clay Thompson. Uh, I asked you a question going back, I think an hour ago, mm-hmm. and then we never we never paid it off because we got some calls and then we got into the 49er conversation. We never got back to it. I'll, I'll ask you now. Uh, 888-957-9570. We're talking 49ers. We're talking Warriors. Everything on the board. We'll get to Rob and, and Bobby here on, on 95.7 The Game in just a second. Tonight is one of those nights where there is a, a question mark next to one of the Warriors' starting slots because Steph and Clay are both out. Wiggins is not returning as of yet. You still have Draymond and Looney. You know Poole's going to be in there. DiVincenzo has been in there. So starting backcourt is Poole and DiVincenzo. In my eyes, starting front court is Draymond and Looney. So that leaves a fifth open slot. Who who starts for the Warriors tonight at the at the three? I want Kaminga. Okay. I want Kaminga. At the three. Okay. You got to re- reward reward the kid. Christmas was not too long ago. He's been playing well. Reward him with the starting spot. And, J.D., see how he reacts. If he gets in there and, you know, is trying to boogie and do a bunch of stuff that he shouldn't be doing, then, all right, got to bring the reins back a bit. But but let him in, you know, see what he can do. We, we had a caller earlier that said, you know, sometimes when guys are out, you know, it's an opportunity for others to to step in and maybe you go a little unconventional in the, in the starting lineup. I think tonight along those lines would be a game where you could give Moses Moody a shot. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah, like to me, because he's been getting less time than than others, so maybe you give him him a shot as a starter. Because, I don't know, Kaminga's success has really been more at the four. 
as opposed to yeah. so, you know, playing him with Looney and Draymond. Like it, it's been more. It could be a matchup thing because yeah. DiVincenzo just didn't feel like shooting the basketball last night. And he didn't have to because Clay had 29 and and Jordan Poole did his thing. Without Clay, you have a good argument for Moses Moody because of his outside shooting. Because you need that. You need Jordan Poole can't take every shot. Jordan Poole can't take every shot. And between Draymond and Looney, their handoffs that do work well, that's not going to be enough. So. Because Kaminga offensively is more so in the space of taking what the defense gives them, you might be onto something with Moody because you need you need some type of shooting. Yeah, and, and looking at the the injury report here, going back to the the Jazz last game, they they lost in San Antonio, by the way, in their most recent game, one twenty six to one twenty two. Got down big, actually came back late, and ended up losing uh, that game uh, by four to the Spurs. But they've been starting Conley and Clarkson. With Laurie Markinen, Jared Vanderbilt, and and Walker Kessler, uh, so if you if you consider that, uh, I mean, you know, you could put Kaminga on, you could put Kaminga on on Markinen if you wanted to, you could put Kaminga on, put Kaminga on Clarkson or, or Conley, and, and honestly, they've been more inclined to put him on a guard that's got the ball in his hand. You put him on Clarkson, maybe, and hound him. You'd have to put him on Clarkson. Get Divincenzo and- out there though to be on to be on Clarkson. Right, or, but then or, you, know, you somebody, hide pool. Somebody's got to guard Conley. So, so you're thinking Kaminga and DiVincenzo on on Conley and Clarkson. Yeah, I, Draymond no, I, on Markkinen. No, no, I would put that you, could you work. Put Pool on Vanderbilt because he's the least offensively. I'd put Pool on Vanderbilt because that's what they would do with Steph. What would they and and look before it? I know someone. No, I just we're just throwing it out right, there. Yeah. I know someone's going to type right now. Steph is much better than Diva. We know, but Steph still guards that player on the opposing team. Steph is not... And a couple nights ago, the Nets were playing... I don't know if you saw, J.D. While the Nets were smacking the Warriors, somebody said, you're lucky Steph's not there. And Kyrie Irving chirped back, well, that's okay because he's got to guard me. Kyrie's not going to guard you. Or you guys aren't even going to guard each other, I don't think, to be completely honest with you. That's that's possible. Uh, By the way, looking at the injury report, uh, Draymond questionable, as he has been with the right foot, and Dante DiVincenzo also questionable, right knee soreness Mm. as well. So Warriors may be even a little bit more shorthanded at that point with Jermichael Green out, along with Iguodala, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. they got to stop playing like this, J.D. Can't win a game, and if they don't play. Well, I know. If they don't play, all right. We'll just find a way to get past this one. Can have they closed a back to back? That's a good question. I think they have. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. Have they won the second game of a back to back? We can look that up. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I actually don't. I doesn't don't feel like one. it. Uh, let's get all right. Rob in Richmond. Let's get to the phones. We got a bunch of people that want to talk Warriors, so let's do it. Uh, Rob in Richmond, appreciate you holding. Uh, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, happy holidays, guys. Uh, JD, I love and respect your opinion. I got to know, why don't the Warriors choose to play Clay on back-to-backs against the tougher team? I can take your answer off. Yeah, they, no, and thank you. They, they just don't believe in it. I think they just roll with the training staff, and the training staff says do the, do the first one. Uh, and and they just they just roll with it that way. I, I don't. I think it wouldn't surprise me if there's a little bit of karma 
basketball gods, small G, they don't want to get them annoyed by by picking a night. And other teams do it. Other teams do do this where they pick a night and it's like, oh, this is the night against the lesser team that, that guys aren't going to play. Clippers do that a lot. The Clippers, I think more than anybody do that. They would have lost last night. No, they would have, for sure. That's what's so crazy. Well, no, that's the thing. You and can't I, do that and right I, now. Well, and I think that's the point. I think that's, you answered it. I mean, mm-hmm. you answered it better than I did. I think that's, I think that's a part of it. You just don't want to get in a bad karma situation. Grandy, you got the back-to-back answer? I do have an answer. They've won one game on the second end of a back-to-back. They beat the Chicago Bulls uh, early December, and then they came up the next day and beat the Houston Rockets. Steph, uh, Draymond, Wiggins, everyone but Clay played in both games. Okay, and there you go. And that's the the only other time they've had a a home-home back-to-back as well. There you go. So they can do it just like everything else. They can do it at home. Exactly. They can do it at home. If both games are at home, they can sweep it. So they'll they'll try to do it do it tonight uh, as well. But yeah, could be a little bit more shorthanded than than even anticipated. But yeah, they just don't want to get into dictating which team sucks and which team which team doesn't. But yeah, you're right. If Clay didn't play last night. They would have lost. Right. And, and it makes it easy right now, to be completely honest with you. It makes it easy because... Although I, I think they were going to do it with Wiggins. I, I, and it makes sense because Wiggins... Because he got cleared. Because Steve Kerr said he got cleared from the adductor, but they were going to... He was going to play tonight. Mm-hmm. And then he got sick, so he was out for both games. So, it was, But they said he got cleared for last night, but then they were going to wait. And I think they were actually with Wiggins because it was a starting point. They they were gonna all right. Wiggins is gonna play. Clay's not. Clay's gonna play. Wiggins is not because he wasn't gonna probably play both games anyway. Coming off the and that would have made sense. There's no sure. disrespect there. I don't think. No, no. It, it's just because it's just the return. You're delaying the return exactly. from injury, and that's you're giving him one more day. That's different than oh, second end of back. No, actually, we do Clay the first half of this back to back because you're trash. Yeah, no, no <laughs> doubt. I, I think you need to avoid doing that. I hate when the Clippers do that. Yeah, and, and we've seen the Clippers a lot. Uh, the Clippers, a lot of times, they'll they'll pick and choose, and they end up losing to the they end up losing to the bad team. Exactly, like a lot, and they like, should. Yeah, they're well, they're they're borderline gutless. Serves serves them right. They are. They're borderline. They're they're talented, but they're borderline gutless. Yeah, no dog. Uh, Bobby and Antioch next here on ninety five seven. The game. What's going on, Bobby? Hey, JD Allen. Thanks for letting me hop on with you, fellas. Hey, so my question is uh, concerning the back to back games. But mine more is Kerr hurting Clay and the team by constantly resting Clay on these back to backs. It seems like every time Clay gets something going, it's always on the first game of a back to back, and then he's rested the next one. Then he comes out that following game and struggles again. And it seems like this team needs to get that old Clay Thompson, you know, going. And it, he never gets that opportunity to get a you know a rhythm going in multiple games, you know, to get his confidence back up. I understand he wants to save his legs, but he looks healthy out there. He doesn't look like he's struggling. So that's my question. I just wanted to get your answer on that. No, have a happy new year. Yeah, you you as well. Happy new year to you. Thirty eight minutes last night. I, I mean, to me, this was kind of an easy one. And, and Steve Kerr called him doubtful last night. He referenced the the thirty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Does it hurt his rhythm? Yeah, it probably does, but I, I still think you have to go with the long-term view. Like, I have no problem with, and, and you know me, like, I am as, I am as pro, I want everybody to play as much as possible guy as there is probably in the universe. Right. Like, like I want 
everybody to play that's available. I want all the stars playing. I want teams to have full rosters. I want guys that are maybe a little banged up to push through it and play. Like I, I am that guy. Like mm-hmm. I want everybody playing. With Clay, it makes sense. Like I hate it when teams manipulate it. That's part of my issue with the Clippers. Like it just it drives me crazy. Uh, but I, is Clay make like with the two big injuries? Like to me, Clay should never play in a back to back. Maybe the rest of his career, to be perfectly honest. Well, I, I guess that's like I don't think that's crazy. I, I he doesn't want it. Well, no, but I guess that's the question too. Are we waiting for some type of? Clearance. Hey, now Clay can play back to backs. Or they are, they're not even touching it. They're just saying. Well, I guess at the beginning of the season they said they weren't well, going Steve to. Well, Steve did, and I I wonder, and I never, I don't know that the follow up was ever asked. And I at one point I asked the initial question when when there was the shift, and then I should have followed up, but it was one of those where I didn't get the mic back, and then never, and then no, nobody followed up, and I don't think anybody followed up since. But if you go back to, I think it was early November mm-hmm. when Steve Kerr had had said, "Yeah, Clay's not going to play in back to backs this year," and then it was three or four weeks later, there was a back to back, and you still have to ask, you know, every night, like, "Is Clay out for that?" Whatever, and and he said, and and I think the follow up at, at that point was, "Well, is he going to miss every back to back?" It was kind of a or redoubling down kind of question off of what he had said three weeks ago. And he said, no, uh, you know, there could be a time actually based on, you know, talking to the training staff where Clay does play in back-to-backs. And that was a shift. And so I followed up at that point by saying, you know, is, is the shit, you know, is this a shift off of, you know, what was originally thought it was going to happen? And he said, yes, there has been a shift. And then the natural follow-up, which didn't get asked and it's on it, my bad on that, doggone it, is, is, you know, was, did, did, did it come from the doctors? That, right. Or did it come from Clay? Cause I could see Clay being ticked that Steve, the first time, even said he's not playing. Like, if I hear that and I'm Clay knowing his mentality and he hear Steve say, you're not playing back to backs the whole year, I'd go in and we'd have a conversation about it. I'd say, bro, I'm, I want to play back to backs right now, but it, but I don't want that door to be completely closed either. Yeah. I've already sat out, you know, multiple years because of these injuries i feel good and and to that point we got to win games this is not even about not needing clay right or having that luxury this is not even a luxury you need to win these basketball games and you have steph curry out so you need that punch but now you also can't have clay do something where he's out a month that's true too and we've seen because the warriors can't afford any more of those to be honest there, there have been times where, and I think Clay's endurance has gotten better. But it was at the beginning of it was at the beginning of this season, and I would say not at the beginning of last season when he returned, kind of in the middle, where you started to see you started to see Clay when you when he starts front rimming things, back rimming things, not getting enough arc on his shot from your legs, right? So his legs were a bit more tired. So you've seen the effects of Clay, and you might. You know, to the casual fan, might just say, "Man, Clay's off tonight." Well, there's a reason he's off. Yeah, he's tired. No, I you see. know, and, and I guess the argument would be, well, if you play him in back-to-back games, his stamina will go up. With, with what you're dealing with now, his first full season since you know the two catastrophic injuries, you just you can't afford to lose him. You no, can't. You can't. Here's here's Clay from last night. Little little back and forth about whether he would play tonight. You think you might play tomorrow night? Hope so, but the training staff is up to them. That'd be fun though. Will you campaign for it at all? Or just- uh, I don't know, man. I'll do my best. Guess that's a no. Yeah. Guess Basically, that-, that I'm not going to waste my breath. 
Right. <laughs> pretty much and and again, it was last night was a hard thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were grinding last night yeah. to try and to try and get that win, and they they were grinding against Memphis to try and get that. And win. they will be grinding tonight. And they're going to be grinding tonight. And I mean, I was look, looking at some of the numbers. I mean, the, the Warriors are still playing at the top pace in the league, mm-hmm. but I mean, Utah is a number four offense, and they they don't really defend. There is there is good. Uh, offensively, as they are bad defensively, they're twenty sixth in defense. So you mm-hmm. can put up some points to get them. It, it, it's a loose game. I think the Warriors are very comfortable playing against Utah. I said that against their previous iteration. The Warriors were always comfortable because they weren't really athletic. I think this team's not really athletic either. They're they're more skilled, and typically the Warriors, when they're whole or close to whole, can hang with and or beat teams like Utah. I think that's why they, they handled them the first matchup, and that's why they had the lead even shorthanded in Salt Lake City three weeks ago, but they kicked it away at the at the last minute. Yeah. In the closing seconds, really. Right, and I think the Warriors are going to have something for them. Got to look for who's going to, to step up today, J.D., because whatever athleticism the Jazz do have, you know they're going to be throwing it all at Jordan Poole, which I do think he's starting to get used to. I do think Jordan Poole, the more, you know, obviously it's going to be different tonight with no clay, but I do think early on, okay, well, Jordan Poole's got to get used to being on the scouting report now and being on people's radars. I think it's happening now. I think it's working. And to look forward here, not, not, to, not to go too far in the future, but as long as the Warriors remain, remain in the mix and can get, get to a decent seat and, and do some things in the playoffs, I think that's going to help the team moving forward because Jordan Poole, when he is on with that second unit, unless they're putting some type of spy, unless you're facing the the Blazers with GP2, there's not very many guys, there are not very many groups that are going to be able to shut down Jordan Poole when you're talking about the secondary groups. It's different between that and the first groups. Let's go to Jeff in San Jose next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Jeff, you're on with J.D. and Allen. Hey there. Uh, try to ask like really stupid questions for the experts, uh, which are you guys. Okay. Um, so, first of all, uh, we, we obviously got rid of four important players, and we got four or five rookie slash good players. Which team is better last year or this year? That's question one. Okay. Question two is Las Vegas has them both at like either three or four. Which team do you think has a better chance of, of winning? The 49ers or the Warriors? Winning the winning the championship, yes. Okay, all right. That's a good good question. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, the first one's an easy one. I mean, last year's team's better than this year's team. Like, yeah, unequivocally. I mean, that's like not even right. Well, because of what GP two brought you, what Otto Porter Jr. bought you, yeah, and even to a lesser degree, Bielitsa and Pool was better last year mm-hmm. to this point. And I mean, I think Draymond and Steph and Wiggins, I mean, even you were healthy, healthier. Yeah, you know, at that point, at least on the on the Wiggins front. Um, I mean, actually, they've, they've really been healthier this year up until the point where a couple weeks ago they lost Wiggins and then and then lost Steph. But no, last year's last year's team by a lot. Mm-hmm. As far as the Niners or the Warriors winning the title, uh, I mean that's a that's a trickier one. I, I I'll go Niners right now. I think like right now today, at, like who's got the better shot to win the title right now today? Whatever December twenty eighth two thousand twenty two, I'm just based. I'm I'm going to say Niners just based on the fact that they're they're closer to it at this point. They are four wins from it, which is you know it's the same as being four rounds from it if you're the Warriors. But the Warriors to me are four rounds and then some from it with a lot of question marks. Not saying the Warriors can't 
I'm betting the Niners if right now if we have to make that bet. I'd have to bet the Niners. And honestly, part of it is just logistically. You only have to beat a team once. Sure. It's a hard-fought game. It's football. But I would say you would, you'd you have to go Niners. Similar odds right now. That's what the caller said. That's interesting. Similar odds? Really? Yeah, Grant. Yeah, Grant. He's like, I don't know about that one. Uh, that yeah, okay. Bring it up. I'll, I'll check and we'll get back to you. Yeah, if we get back to that, that 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 seemed a little fishy to me that it would be similar odds right now as far well, as similar the title. can be a uh, broad term. Although typically the Warriors do tend to be higher in the like. Oh yeah, okay. Boston, Milwaukee, you know Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then like at like. Who can really win the title, right? It's probably like Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Warriors. Or something, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, it's, we, it's Sometimes I'm, it's weird like that. Go ahead, Grandy. Uh, the Warriors currently, according to FanDuel, eighth best odds at plus 1,300. I guess technically tied for six with the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. Plus 1,300. The Niners, the fourth best odds at plus 700. Okay. That sounds so what, about right. All right. That's about right. So what? So the Niners Warriors are eight. So the Warriors are eighth best odds to win the title, but right now they're what the eighteenth best team in the league. Right, basically. And the Niners, who's in front of them? What the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Eagles? I guess. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All the chalk. You so know, that may, which makes sense. I think that's. I think that's exactly right. Just continue Niners. to disrespect the Vikings, and nobody cares. Well, it's the it's the one score thing. Man. I know. Like people think they're lucky. I'm no. not going to call you. Might if you want to call them a little lucky, that's fine. Just don't call them frauds. The Vikings are plus 1900. By the way, where is that? What group is that in? Like who are uh, they surrounding? Green Bay. There's, 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 the there's a clear top six. Uh, the four you mentioned, including the Niners, the Bengals, then the Cowboys. Giant drop off. Then the Vikings, the Ravens, and the Chargers and the Buccaneers are the next group. That is so disrespectful. If I'm a Vikings fan, but you know. Prove them I, wrong. I kind of get it. I mean, I I do kind of get it. I do too. I do too. You know, JD, the the text line, the Xfinity Mobile text line keeps bringing up. I completely forgot. We the last time the Jazz played, obviously we know it ended in heartbreak for the Warriors, but we also got one of the best memes of 2022 with Jordan Clarkson squaring up like a 1950s boxer to 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 try to get at Kaminga when they had that little. It was awesome. Squabble. I did I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So no. everyone's saying is there gonna be round two tonight if you stick Kaminga on Clarkson? You never know. Oh, that's a good call. That's you a never that's know. a case to be made for Kaminga on yeah. Clarkson. Right. Get in his head. Like right at the right at the start. I, I kinda like that. I may switch my pick from Moody to Kaminga mm. as as far as who gets into the into the starting lineup. Uh let's go to is it Nico? Nico in Oakland on ninety five seven the game. Hey Nico. Hey, what's up? Thanks for clicking my call, guys. So basically, I think um, to reevaluate the question that you asked, <laughs> and then the fact that you said uh, Devin Chizzo and Draymond are questionable tonight, I think they should actually start both um, Moody and Kamiga. Just actually just throw the rookies out there, or Moody and Kamiga, and then um, what's the other rookie that got there? Uh, PBJ. Throw him in there with um, you know Poole and Looney. And, and just put it together, get these guys some type of experience because they got to take advantage why, while, uh, you know, the starters are sitting and resting and stuff like that. So, and then also, I think instead of uh, Kurt uh, taking uh, Clay uh, out of these back to backs, I think either they should lessen the minutes or restrict his minutes in the second game. For example, tonight, maybe he should just start and just play 15 minutes or, or 10 
um, and then giving the rest to Moody. You know what I mean? So um, I'll take the rest of your comments off the, uh, off the line. But, um, yeah, that's what I think they should go, the route they should go for now. Nico, I think you're on to something as far as the clay thing not not limited in the second game but i think what you could see is if they limit the minutes in both games mm. i i think that might be the compromise to get him in both games would be you know maybe hey you can play both games but it's 25 in both games as opposed to 38 and 20 or something like that but isn't it so much easier to say that in theory then you get into the game well, and, yeah, and, you're, and you're teasing them a bit you get well no but everybody knows it going in i mean this is going to be your rotation it's going to be a little different but the, but, but the you know going to have he's going to get on a heater the problem there though is well they've pulled him when he's been on heaters before but mm. the, the, the problem there is that you're you're kind of messing up two games in terms of your your rotation mm-hmm so the game, so the game where he would have played thirty eight, now you're playing him twenty five. So it's screwing with that with that game. There was a game a couple weeks ago talking about my favorite team, the Clippers. They were in Orlando, mm-hmm. and I think it was Paul George and Kawhi. They were both playing. They were in Orlando. They both were on minutes restrictions. The game went to overtime, and I think one of them was at his minutes restriction, like. One one was at it in overtime. The other, like, was going to be if he played the full overtime. So, like, right. one was done for the night. I think Paul George was. I think Kawhi was maybe done for the night, and Paul George was only allowed to play like two of the five minutes. And so they just like Kawhi didn't play in overtime, and Paul George then took a seat with like three minutes left. They ended up losing the Orlando. Ooh, that's what come. That's what comes with it, though. <laughs> now and they stuck to it. Right now. Of course the Clippers would. And I'm, look, I, I can't, I'm not well, even going to joke because I don't yeah. know what is going on with Kawhi. But you, you, you put the carrot out there Speaking and then of the you magic, pull it away. Apparently there's been a fight. Killian Hayes and Mo Wagner. Speaking of Orlando and, uh, and yeah, Mo Wagner, not Franz Wagner. That's another, you know, another team that we throw wow. in when we're talking about a, a place Kaminga could get a double-double. Just two teams in the Wenbanyama sweepstakes. The Pistons and the Magic. All right, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Uh, we got some phone calls to close things out. Warriors Live at 6. We're brought to you by the Odyssey Weather Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Final segment, John Dickinson and Alan Stiles. Hey, if you don't have plans for New Year's Eve, then join our very own Bay Area radio legend, Chewy Gomez from 1021 Jams and the great DJ Mind Motion this Saturday as they host the biggest New Year's Eve party in the South Bay at the San Jose Marriott. Don't miss out. For tickets and more information, you can go to taylorrocks.com or call 408-690-5999. That's taylorrocks.com or call 408-690-5999. I like the throwbacks. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be all right with that that party. I always get I wasn't going to be in Vegas, you know, hopefully. If yeah, if I'm driving up to Southwest Reno. Driving up to Reno, Napa, you know, you lose service. That one of two point one's always there. It's always there playing some Nelly, right? Yep, I'm some, I'm good with that. Some 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 Fetty Wap, right? And that's what's so crazy now, JD. What we're coming know, up into right? a new like, year. Oh. The throwbacks are or like, like are like oldies or like two thousand five. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but throw yeah throwbacks are like oldies to my parents or something yeah, like that man. now, which is hey, like, what's life. going on? <laughs> what's going on, man? Like that's. Yeah, that is life, right? Mm. Uh, 888-957-9570. Let's uh, get back to the phones. We had a lot of people that want to talk Warriors today. Uh, we appreciate the passion. Is it Hill? Hill in San Francisco? Hill, you're on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, thank you, Alan, uh, JD. Yes, uh, the reason why I'm calling because um, I guess I'm a little confused with the Warriors. Um they they kind of remind me of uh, I don't know if you remember back then in the late '90s or early 2000s when when Michael Jordan retired and they 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 stopped with the triangle offense and then they drafted Eddie Curry and Tyson Chandler for the for the Bulls. I mean, it, it, are the Warriors kind of doing that, going big when there are three point shooting teams with James Wiseman and Kaminga? Thank you. I'm not sure I understood the question, Hill Did you, or, or Alan from Hill. Well, what I what I gathered was somewhat of what we talked about, just in terms of 
I mean, honestly, you could say the same thing about the Niners, which we'll we'll get into a little bit more tomorrow. But did the pick make sense for Wiseman? That's how I took that question. Yeah. Right? I mean, obviously, in theory, okay, you need a center, and people say, okay, this is how it works. But in reality, did you really need a center because your offense isn't really centered around? A dominant center. Well, the yeah, and you know, one of the big questions yesterday because Lamelo Ball was in town, and I know mm-hmm. you weren't in yesterday, but but Larry and I kind of got into, you know, what was the pick a mistake? Like, yeah, and you know, can you make that case? And and should the Warriors have gone in a, in a different direction? And and you know, there's there's varying degrees of that. I mean, I I think they took the best player available in their minds. Like, I don't I don't think they went positional fit over. Best player available. They I went really upside don't. though. Like, yeah, no, I think so. But yeah. I think, but that, but yes, I think they thought James Wiseman is going to be a future All Star. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take James Wiseman, and he's a big, and he's a, got a unique skill set. And like, I, I don't know. I don't think it was. I mean, fit. There are some easy, uh, easily extrapolated reasons why fit may not. You know, whether it was just the fact that Lamelo wanted to be a star and everything going on with his dad and the fact that you already had Jordan Poole. Conspiracy theories. And he'd want to, he'd, you know, his dad didn't want him to play for Steve Kerr, all of that stuff. And I know that the Warriors kind of brushed all that aside. But it was, a, it was a unique situation to begin with, but it was even more unique because LaMelo would have come in and, and look, nobody, at that night, nobody knew Jordan Poole was going to be anything. Right. You know, so, I mean, we're, we're kind of view it now under the lens of what Jordan Poole has become. Which I think is is a different conversation from who Jordan Poole the player was back then. You know, they owed nothing to Jordan Poole right. on that night, November the eighteenth of, of twenty twenty. And they had not seen much from him either, right? And that was the day that Clay Thompson got hurt again with the Achilles. Mm-hmm. It was that afternoon or morning. Could have pivoted, and then the, and they could have pivoted. And I think I think they were all in on Wiseman. And I think when when Clay got hurt, they were like, you know what, we're not gonna we're not gonna pivot now. We're just mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna stick with we're not gonna pivot just because and, and I think to me that's the tell that you know in, in essence they would have taken Lamelo because Lamelo would have been more of a position fit without Clay and I, I feel like they didn't necessarily want to do that. Well, but they're they're still that would that still would have only been Clay out one year though. They didn't see well. well it was the well, second. That was the year. second one. It was the second one. So yeah, yes, they thought. It, for, but from that standpoint, yes, one one year. You know, but so. you have Lamelo come in. Lamelo starts with Steph. Mm-hmm. At that point, I don't think they had Kelly Oubre yet. Right. And so I don't think... Because remember, that was the off-season that got really, really cobbled together <laughs> late. Uh, and then it was like, hey, we're starting the season. Yeah. You know, there it, there is something, J.D. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say this once, and then we can we can let it go. But there is an alternate universe out there, J.D., where the Warriors, they did pick LaMelo Ball. And just think about this now, J.D. I know a lot of people talk but about... now that he's been an all-star and Poole is really good. And, and everybody says, everybody that doesn't want to live in... Think about this universe says, well, that would have that would have affected Jordan Poole's ability to grow. I don't buy that. I do not buy that at all. Because we all know, or we've all been told, how hard of a worker Jordan Poole is. I think he would still be this guy. Picture this, J.D. As the Splash Brothers start to head off into the sunset, Right? Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, they head off into the sunset. They are replaced by who? Jordan Poole and LaMelo Ball 
And their name, J.D., you want to go marketing on me? Oh, wow. You got it, huh? The Dash Brothers. Oh, my. From the Splash Brothers to the Dash Brothers. That What could have been? What could have been? I like it. I, I'm not going to lie. I like it. We'll never know. We'll uh, never know now. I, I, I like it. I, I think you know the dynamics would have been fascinating between mm-hmm. LaMelo coming in and starting with Steph, because he would have at that point. And then who knows what happens to Jordan Poole? Does his development continue? And does he become the same player that, that he has become? If he does, then you have him. And then you've got Clay coming back in the middle of last year. I mean, it's it's fascinating to think about how it how it all would have played out and would there be enough minutes for everybody and, and you know, would the Warriors would the Warriors have won a title last year if let's say Jordan Poole was a non factor but LaMelo Ball was a factor. Yeah. Who well, knows? Yeah, look, we'll never know, and obviously I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, I do think that it it's something that if this doesn't work out, Warrior fans will always have to think about or or not think about because I'm here. I'm, this is what this is what's funny to me, JD. Nine two five immediately as I say what I just said. Nine two five. Lamelo don't fit the culture. Too flamboyant. Let's think about this for a second. No, Steph's, we, Steph's pretty flamboyant. Can, can, can we be honest? Steph Curry is a showman like nobody's business. Steph Curry dances. He shimmies. He is humble off the court. I don't want to hear a word about Steph Curry being humble on the court. Yeah, he'll come off the bench if he needs to. But I'm talking about when he's literally on the court. He does what he does. Draymond Green screams and yells and does what he does. Jordan Poole now. We've talked about Jordan Poole's text. He does what he does. Are you kidding me that LaMelo don't fit the culture? He'd fit right in. He'd fit right in with flashy guards. That's who the Warriors are. That's not... The Warriors are built on blue-collar defense and I would say white-collar offense. And LaMelo would fit that. I'm sorry. No, fair enough. No, it's a good take. Let's go to... uh, Is this Kala? Kala in Union City next year on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Kala? Hi. Um, so my question is that uh, starting this year, there's been a lot of talk about Clay Thompson not really being who he was and kind of like regressing or just not being that guy anymore. And I noticed that in a lot of games, like this season, he's been chucking shots a lot, but Steve Kerr always like keeps him in. Meanwhile, like... If the young guys like make a mistake, they get benched for like a majority of the game. So I guess I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on like the long leash that like Clay has versus the young guys, and like how do you think that's going to impact like our season, whether or not like we win or lose games from that? I, I don't think it impacts much. I mean, the, the reality for me is, look, the, there's different rules. Mm-hmm. For, there's different rules for Steph, Clay, and Draymond than there is for really anybody else on the roster. I, I mean, would say including same, Jordan Poole and Andrew yeah. Wiggins, to be perfectly That's honest. That's the same on every level, right? It's, it's the same at every level. There are guys that have earned the right to make mistakes. I go back to a quote from Steve Kerr from, I don't know, about a month ago, because he was he was asked about why Moses Moody couldn't play, and he, and he gave the answer, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he gave the answer that Moses it was fouling too much and turning it over too much, right? essentially. And, and he says... Kind of jokingly with a smile, you know, Moses can't be a high turnover guy. Clay, uh, Steph, and Draymond can be high turnover guys. And I would say Poole can be too. But, but Mo, you know, it, but Moses can't be. And, mm-hmm. and, and the answer was, in, in keeping Poole out of it for, for, for that answer was just, hey, the, it, the rules are different. Like Steph and Draymond are best players. They're our primary ball handlers. They can turn it over a lot. 
And and that's just part of the deal, like any team's best players. Clay Thompson, as a shooter on this team, has the opportunity to to sling it. And, have and have it, a bad to, shooting percentage. To go to go all out. And, and yeah. you know, I think Clay has improved off of the way he started the season. There have been little times where he's reverted back. But I mean, I go back to the Memphis game when he what was seven or eight at twenty two. I've got it here somewhere. But in the Memphis game, uh, where yeah, I don't have it here. Anyway, I thought I had it here. It doesn't matter. But it was a bad shooting night in the Memphis game. And in that game was so many like so what? Like Steph's out, Wiggins is out, somebody's gotta shoot it. Like they're he's one of the best scorers and shooters on the floor. Mm-hmm. So go for it. I feel a little bit like Steiny Grandy, like well, I don't know. What look look it up. He was hey, he up. was eight for twenty five. Okay, eight for twenty five. Yikes. Three of twelve from three. Yeah, three okay. Well, you know what? You don't have a lot of options that night. So no. keep, like I don't have a problem with that. Now I do have a problem with eight for twenty five when Steph and Wiggins are playing and you're trying to beat somebody good. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 can't happen. But you're playing Memphis and it's kind of you need him because you're starting DiVincenzo and Moody and Kaminga and Wiseman are having to play a lot, then let it fly, Clay. Let it fly. Joe in San Jose on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? Just want to wish you guys, you know, happy, hopefully, Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Everything you guys do for us is uh, greatly appreciated. Now, let's get to the Warriors. I think there's a lot of education going on right now with these guys. I think like like some of the younger guys are getting in the game, and 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 Draymond and and, and some of the older players are, are you know pointing pointing direction. Like I, I caught it twice. I caught it the Christmas game with them last night. They did like telling them like you know hey when I'm here you know you got to go here you know just like any other sport like you know like say like a shortstop and a and a rookie uh, second baseman or vice versa is like they're, the the child rookie is telling the young kid hey you know when I when I'm back there to the ball, I want you to be in this position or whatever it will be. So I think there's, there's going to be a lot of growth this year. And when Steph comes back, I think it's going to start, you know, going in our direction. And uh, that's about all I got. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Joe's, Joe's line open for you at 888-957-9570. Uh, it is a Warriors Wednesday here on 95.7 The Game brought to you by SFO. Go to flysfo.com slash holidays for your chance to win $1,000 toward a nonstop flight from SFO today. Also brought to you by Friedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit friedmansappliance.com today. Uh, anything for Joe? Yeah, Alan. well, I mean, I, I, there, are, there are different versions, I think, of this Warriors team. And, and I do think that we're seeing... Hopefully, if you take it to the Pokemon, hopefully they're starting to evolve a little bit. So hopefully that evolution continues. And this is a big day. This is a big night for the Warriors, JD. And I know during Warriors Live, you will talk more about who's going to be playing and who's in and who's out. Either way, doesn't it feel like they need this W? Yeah, they need every freaking win they can. I mean, that's how we started the show today. They need every possible win they can get. I'm not saying they're going to win them all. They may not win tonight, but every one of these games is important. That's where I I differ 
from I think a, a a pretty decent chunk of the Warrior fan base right now, where it's just like, yeah, hey, you know, it's December, Steph's out, let the young guys get their time, and then he'll come back, and it doesn't matter what seed they are, and no, mm-hmm. they got to show some life now. You keep not showing life and kicking the can down the road, you're one injury away from being toast. You're right. one injury away from pulling the plug on the whole thing, and that's the one thing I don't want to see above all else. I want to see this team playing compelling basketball between now until at least May. And like You get credit for that. Like You get credit for sucking it up and cobbling it together and winning enough games to where you can win a, a round mm-hmm. or two. Hell, even if they went to the playoffs and lost in the second round, like that's a great season. Right. Defending your title. I mean, I know it would hurt if you're a Warrior fan to lose to anybody, but this team, you tell me right now this team goes to the Western semifinals and loses. That's a great freaking season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think going back to Joe's call, I look, I always appreciate someone bringing it back to baseball, so bringing up Cal Ripken Jr., it's the same idea. If Cal Ripken Jr. makes an error, what, are you going to pull him? Derek Jeter, we, we don't have time to get into Derek Jeter as a shortstop right now at the end of his career, but Derek Jeter was not playing top shortstop ball at the end of his career. There, there are just things that... You earn. And Draymond, I think part of it is what you said, J.D. I think it's half and half. Part of it is what you've done in this league, right? And and Draymond has done a lot in this league. And number two is your position. Draymond handles the ball a lot. Moses Moody doesn't. If you're not getting a lot of touches... You cannot afford to turn the ball over. It's a ratio. It's your strikeout to walk ratio. 100%. You can't turn the ball over if you don't have the ball in your hands that much, right? It, certain guys that are struggling for playing time. Draymond, I don't know what he's shooting from free throw line today or this year, but I know it, he, he really was on my nerves last year. The whole team was actually Andrew Wiggins. It felt like he never made two at one time. You want them to make their free throws, but you're not going to pull them for not. Ty Jerome, you get in the game. Anthony Lamb, you get in the game. Guys that are fighting. Moses Moody, you get in the game. Guys that are fighting for playing time. You can't miss that free throw. You have you have to you have to be perfect in ways that other players don't have to be because you are in a different position and you're fighting for playing time. And that's how it is in Little League. That's how it is in high school. That's how it is in college. That's how it is in the G League. That's how it is overseas. That's how it is everywhere. Filmo Mike. What's going on, Filmo? Hey, that's how it is in life. Uh, but anyway, exactly. Uh, real talk. Uh, anyway, I think the caller that was talking about Eddie Curry and Tyson Chandler has a good point. But I was thinking about now, JD. You gonna feel me on this? He's a, he was also a number two pick. The Pistons could have took Carmelo Anthony. So I know Detroit Pistons fans, I know a part of them feel like, man, we had an opportunity to really, they had a, they yeah. were in our position. They could have truly extended the dynasty. They overthunk it. It was like, you know what, let's get Darko. No, you should have got Carmelo. <laughs> so James Wiseman's position, number two pick, right? Hopefully he don't end up like a Darko Miller chick for us in which we kind of overthunk it. And I'm not saying that he wasn't the best player, but I'm just, saying that we said we kind of needed a big man instead of maybe taking LaMelo Ball. You get what I'm saying? If you feel me on that one, let me know. If not, you know, y'all have an excellent show. No, it's a great point. I mean, that that is a, that is a fair one to bring up. And the Pistons end up, what, they won the championship after they took Darko. Yeah. You know, 
So they were on the brink, a, a, you know, a couple of times, and then and then took but Darko Dar- didn't help, and Darko was a non-factor, right? Like Wiseman was last year, but they won the title. One thing because and Carmelo went on to yeah. Well, and, and what is it with Melo? Maybe people don't don't. If you want your kid drafted by 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 uh, you know the team that they should be drafted by, don't don't name him Melo. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. You know, going back to what the Warriors uh, what the Warriors are looking to do right now and what they do in terms of their culture as the Xfinity Mobile text line is all over me. There's one positive LaMelo text to the rest and everyone's talking about he's not a winning player, he's not a fit, he's all this drama. I've never heard any drama about LaMelo Ball, by the way. And I don't know if, if you guys watch this. I know that the, the family had a Facebook show. Maybe that's where the drama is. I've never heard any drama about LaMelo Ball. I've never heard him getting into any type of trouble. So I, I don't know if we do this thing, JD, where it's just the idea. And because we've seen LaMelo for so long and his dad is real loud, that that yeah. gets kind of connected to LaMelo. Yep. I've never heard any, 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 please just give examples because I've never heard any of any of those things. I just know that his daddy loud. And since his daddy loud, you think he's loud too. And here's the other thing I'll say, JD, if we trust how strong the Warriors culture is, maybe the, Shouldn't you believe that you could bring almost anybody into that culture and it would be able to work? Yeah. And, and I think LaMelo wouldn't be like, or would be privy to that as well. Now, look, this is it. it, it it's over, right? We're, we're not going to have this discussion forever because eventually James Wiseman is probably going to be an all-star. and We can move forward. How do you like that spin on it, J.D.? Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. The one argument or one of the arguments for LaMelo is, I've heard Steiny say this, is LaMelo is a willing passer. And so I'm, I'm taking, I'm stealing that from Steiny. But it, because you're a willing passer, uh, that you'd fit in the Warrior system very well. Like, mm-hmm. it would be workable. And I think LaMelo has the body type to be able to be a good defender if he if he yeah, wanted he, if he, he wanted like a shady to be. Six, 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 seven. Yeah, so I think from that standpoint, like, willing passer... And and has the the body type to be able to be a defender. I think those you know those things that that was something that the Warriors could have worked with. Mm-hmm. I think whether or not he ends up being a you know full blown point guard, obviously he wouldn't have been on on this team. But you you could play Lamelo with Steph. Hey, we'll never know. You could play Lamelo with. I mean that that is it, it's interesting because, and you're right, we will never know. But you could play Lamelo with Steph and be fine. You I could agree. you could play Lamella with Clay mm-hmm. and be fine. You could play Lamella with Poole and be fine. Yeah, you know, so it's just I mean they, the Warriors like playing Dante DiVincenzo with Poole. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the reason they signed him is they didn't want Poole. They wanted another ball handler on the floor with Poole if they were going to be you know bringing them both off the bench. Now that's we haven't it's all been jumbled because of the rotations and, mm-hmm. and all of that to this point. But so I think you know. In a, in a sense, it's not crazy to think that the Warriors could have had the, the, the best of of all worlds in that sense. I guess Ben Wallace, the 415 points out, Xfinity Mobile text line, is on the record saying they wouldn't have won with Mello, going back to the Pistons in 2004. I, I vaguely remember that, too. Okay. Yeah. I don't recall that one. Well, they could have also drafted Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh. That's that true. Year, That's also true. Carmelo. That's also true. Those were, yeah, players... Mello was three, wow. right? Dark, yeah, and then and then Wade and Bosch, or was it Bosch and it was Bosch and Wade. Bosch right? was four, yeah. Wade was fifth. Right, good, yeah. good on, good on Pistons for finding a way to still get a championship because they yeah. royally messed up that draft. Yeah, won the title. I mean, you had multiple chances. They did. I will say that about this draft. This draft, 
the the Wiseman draft, not a great draft. No. You got Halliburton. I mean, Halliburton's probably the, what, second best player? Yeah. Was Tyrese Maxey in this in that draft or no? No, I think he was before. Okay. I think. It's, it, then it's easily Halliburton. I th- yeah, I think he was before. OB Toppin? I, yeah, no. I mean, OB Toppin was somebody that was, yeah. that was discussed as, you know, if the Warriors trade back, you know, that's somebody that could... That could help him. I I thought Wiseman at the time. I'll, I'll own it. Uh, my second option. I know we've talked about this, and I, I keep mentioning it. It's rare I do the you know the Johnny Pound of that, but I loved Halliburton. I love Halliburton would have been the f- he was fourth on my board mm-hmm. after after um, Edwards Wiseman. I was I was Edwards Wiseman, Lamelo Halliburton. Was hmm. the fourth? Like I thought, Halliburton was really good, smooth, go. and going to be a defender and could be a point guard, similar to Steph in that. Like I think because he was kind of a shoot, shoot first guy. It's like could he be a, a leader of a team as yeah. a point guard? Uh, and and I thought, oh yeah, he had the, the handle. He's he's sneaky long. Like I, I, I liked Halliburton a lot. Grandy confirmed Maxi was twenty twenty. Wow. So that okay. was another guy, Damn. but. Okay. You know, none, neither of those guys Damn. went in the top, so. Okay. I yeah. thought he was 19. I thought he was 19, 20. But okay. So, yeah. there you go. Wow, good stuff there. Alan, man, a lot of fun. Good stuff, man. Uh, over the course of, of the last four hours. So good that uh, we'll come back and we'll we'll do it again tomorrow after the Warriors take on the Jazz tonight. We can be talking about a win tomorrow? Of course. Of course. We're talking about a win and we're talking about a Kaminga double-double. That's what we're talking about, J.D. Okay. Kaminga double doubles like fifteen and ten. I'm gonna go twenty and twelve. 14, 14 points, eleven eleven boards. Okay, fourteen points and eleven boards mm-hmm. for Jonathan Kaminga. Maybe he will be uh, my take it to the bank prediction on on Warriors Live coming up here. There you go. All right, for Alan Styles, for Grandy and Cam, great stuff. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Uh, I'll be back with Warriors Live. That's what's coming up on the game, which is always. It's brought to you by Fremont Bank. Warriors Live with yours truly right here on 95.7 The Game. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.